Winning season returns at mybookie.ag, and it's time to get in on the action. First-time players can get started by doubling your first deposit, giving you the firepower, ba-boom, to add excitement to the games you love. College football odds boosts, NFL lock of the week season, and over $500,000 in contest prizes live on-site to make winning this season your best ever with my bookie. With a historic 18-week schedule offering more action than ever before, you need a sportsbook casino that's reliable, and you won't find a better place than my bookie. I know you're going to bet this season, so do the smart thing and sign up with my bookie and use our promo code ZABE. That's Charlie Zulu. Alpha Bravo Echo to get your first ever deposit matched dollar for dollar. That's extra money credited to your account instantly just for using promo code ZABE and making your first deposit today. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with my bookie, and when you win, get paid. You've dreamed of building a family, but the journey hasn't been easy. I'm Dr. Laura Shaheen, a reproductive endocrinologist helping people build families every day. On our new podcast, Baby or Bust, we'll be learning from both reproductive experts and people who have faced challenges just like yours. Join us every week for Baby or Bust, wherever you listen to your podcasts. Make sure to follow us so you never miss an episode. Today on the Zabecast, look out now. The fish are flying. Two and the Dolphins close the book on the Saints on Monday night. Plus one of the best stats of the day I've ever seen. My chat with Harry Mays outside the Chickie and Pete's in Audubon, PA. That plus itemize all that illegal shit, if you don't mind. Your 40-minute, uncensored, 140-proof version of E is locked and loaded. So buckle up and let's go. <laughs> Here we go. Wednesday, December 29, 2021. Thank you for downloading. The content keeps churning out here while I am on quote-unquote vacation. Last night, I went to a Chickies and Pete's in suburban Philadelphia to meet up with my boy Harry Mays. You'll hear that conversation in just a second. On the telly inside was the Dolphins and the Saints on Monday night. The Dolphins and Saints. That's an odd one, isn't it? But it was on, and I watched, he watched, and we watched Tua Tungavailoa and the Dolphins engineer a win against Ian Book, quarterback, Notre Dame University. This is the greatest stat of the day. The greatest? It's one of the greatest? I don't want to oversell it. I mean, I really like it, but it's pretty amazing. With the win... Notre Dame quarterbacks have now lost 23 consecutive NFL starts at quarterback. (laughs) You have to go back to a Week 13 matchup in 2012 featuring then-Kansas City Chiefs quarterback Brady Quinn against the Carolina Panthers to find the last Notre Dame quarterback win in the NFL. 23 in a row. Now, my mind started going quickly because Kevin Clark of The Ringer tweeted, they only won that game because Jimmy Clausen was on the Panthers at the time. I said, what? 
and I quickly dashed to profootballreference.com to see if it was true, hoping it would be true. And I was sad to find out, oh, that's right, they drafted Cam in 2011. And Cam was the starter that day when Brady Quinn beat him. The Chiefs were 2-10 and and they stunk and whatever. So I'm like, all right, well, maybe he was a backup. Wasn't a backup. He was on injured reserve that year. Here's the thing. Imagine if the 23-game drought losing streak for Notre Dame quarterbacks was only broken going back 23 straight games. Did I say years? 23 straight games. What if the only way that it had been snapped in that span was because one Notre Damer played against another? Why is it Notre Dame has not produced a pro quarterback worth spit in a bucket? That's something I'm going to let you people chat them out amongst yourselves. I thought that was a hell of a stat right there. Anyway, that was last night. The Dolphins are now the first team in NFL history who have had a seven-game losing streak and a seven-game winning streak all in the same season. And I'm really starting to become a Closet Fins fan. I just wish to get rid of those awful, light, teal, updated, modernized uniforms and the stupid new logo with the Dolphin not doing Dolphin things. Please, please go back. One throwback year is not a game a year is not enough for many of us regarding that old school classic Dolphin jersey and logo. Okay, let's get right to it. Harry Mays, everybody, join me at a Chickies and Pete's as we sat in the new Zabecast Landjet to talk about what's going on in sports in the city of brotherly hate, the city of savages. I love them, but they are savages, no doubt. Here was my conversation. <laughs> it looks a little bit like, wait, what the fuck is this exactly? Oh, <laughs> uh, God. Good to see you. Yeah, All right. Harry you. Mays joining me in the free hugs and candy van. <laughs> he is Mr. Philadelphia Radio, second only to An- Angelo Cataldi, who's oh. retiring or has retired. No, not yet. I'll believe it when I see it. Oh, okay. Yeah. He's due to finally leave the airways on WIP after 37 years, sometime in 2022. I believe so. He's kind of on his Dr. J final <laughs> tour, you know? Like so like in the, Coach the K? Season. Yeah, exactly. I, I wouldn't mind if you bought me a gift or right. two <laughs> along the way. Send me off with a nice Rolex, nice uh, set of golf clubs, oh that kind of God. thing. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's a hell of a run. It is. Uh, 37 years. And Unbelievable. And he's pretty much, he's the king of Philly sports talk radio. Well, yeah, without a doubt. Or maybe Philly talk radio. Who is, who was the guy, Barsky? Yeah. Barsky, Barsky used he... to be huge. My sister-in-law would always be like, I was listening to Barsky today. Yeah, he was, he was pretty big. I mean, Smirconish was big for a while. They've, we've had a lot. Bruno, of course. Uh, uh, legendary coming up through with so we... many different... Can we get an update on Tony? I follow him on Twitter. He's yeah. a little crazy for me, but I love him dearly. Yes, he's very you crazy. Yes, and I love him too. <laughs> I know, because you worked with yeah, him. Yeah, he's nuts. But he currently right now has COVID, I believe. I saw that. Yeah, yeah. he and Miss Robin. Yeah, they're both. Convalescing. 
What are, what are you laughing at? That's well, her name, Miss Robin. Well, yes, it his, is. His longtime girlfriend but and I'm, one-time I'm producer, Miss Robin. When, when one, like, they're always together in everything. Like, they get COVID together. Like, everything is together. <laughs> everything so, is together. Yes. Exactly. They're the dynamic duo. <laughs> oh, they live in God. South Jersey right now in a uh, in a motorhome or a, like a camper. Okay, what happened to the house they were rehabbing? He, he was sold all the- I believe he sold it. Oh. Yeah, he had his house and then his mom's house, which was right across the street, just a couple doors down on the same little street. Okay. And I think they sold both of them. So well, he's and, out of the city. And they're going to, well, yeah, and he rails about the city all the time. City yeah. seems dangerous right now. Yeah, it is. I got to be honest. A little bit. It seems yeah. a little more dangerous than even normal. A little bit. Yeah, I was down in South Philly a couple of weeks ago uh, meeting a friend who was an advertiser on my various shows for dinner. In By the South way, let's get a plug for that. You want to listen to Harry Mays? Here's how you do it. Oh, yeah, the uh, Jacob Media YouTube channel, J-A-K-I-B Media uh, on YouTube. Me and Barrett Brooks, former uh, Pittsburgh Steeler, Philadelphia Eagle, Detroit right. Lion, Super Bowl champ. We do a show every day from 11A to 1P, and it's uh, it's always up there on the site you know, for, for uh, download. And then I do the... Swing It and Ding It podcast, which is available on all the iHeart uh, media nice. channels. It's a good uh, golf iTunes. show. Yeah, Love it. It's sponsored. We've been having a great time with that for a year and a half now. And now I just started another podcast with another radio buddy of mine, Jason Mertidis. He and I do a weekly hit uh, sponsored by Parks Casino, and it's just called Odd Geez. <laughs> And it's basically, it's basically about uh, anything we want to talk about. Ah, jeez. So. Ah, jeez. That was like Is that a I'd Philly always... thing? I don't know. It sounds it, like a Minnesota thing. It, it, does ah, sound, it does sound a little Midwestern, yeah. Right. But, but it's something I used to always say to him whenever he'd bring up something on the show that I was just like, just throw up my hand. Ah, jeez. Ah, jeez. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How about the politician in Philly who got carjacked? Ah, um, jeez. Yeah. <laughs> and I guess she was a big proponent of, like, bail reform. You right, know? Rand, It's yeah. like, oh, well, yeah. how do you like it now? Right. Of course, she's going to get extra security for herself. Sure. And let the rest of the, you know, the public, the Defund unwashed masses. Defund the police for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, me. I need more security. Right. I just got carjacked. Right. I saw a video of a family that got robbed at gunpoint outside the Four Seasons. In Philly? In Philly. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's bad. It's too bad because, you know, when the Army-Navy game was here in Philly and our friend Jimmy Shapiro mm-hmm. would run the radio row yeah. in conjunction with USAA, I loved the little day and a half trip Where up did they to have downtown that? Philly. Where did they have the radio row? It was at the convention center. Okay, downtown. Right across okay. from the big uh, market full of food. What do they call that? The, well, the uh, Reading Terminal Market. Yes. yes. Oh, you <laughs> just like, eat, We eat, could gain eat. 10 pounds there on a daily basis. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. 2019, the last year we went there, before COVID and all, it was me and Scott Lynn and CJ, and we went to Pramani, not Pramani Brothers, that's Pittsburgh, but the uh, the, the, the cheese Bruno steak. Brothers? The or- fam- What's the number one cheese? Gino's. We Gino's. Gino's. We went yeah. to Gino's yeah. at 3 a.m. after getting hammered at some bar downtown, mm-hmm. ate a huge cheesesteak I didn't need, went right to bed. It sat in my stomach like a rock. Yeah. Good times. Yeah. <laughs> I, but I can't, I gotta be honest, I'm not sure I'd feel comfortable. I know. Going it's to a, shame. a similar one of those things. So, yeah. gotta get the city cleaned up. Anyway, yep. you were saying as I detoured you to make sure to plug your show. Yeah. Uh, what were we talking about? Cataldi? Cataldi, WIP yes. number one. Number uh, one. I brought up Bruno. Bruno. I brought up Bruno. Bruno. Okay, and okay. Eskin too. Eskin was. Oh, yeah. I mean, I was just listening to him on the way out here. 
He was doing Howard the lead does, in. Howard, Howard or Spike, his son? Howard. Okay. Spike's in New York now. He runs oh, the fan. That's right. Yeah. Okay. So Howard has, he's always done weekends when I've been up here. Uh, in the last couple years, yes, yeah, since his daily stuff, you know, kind of went by the boards, he was doing weekend stuff. But now he was doing the, the lead into Monday Night Football on WIP. And, of course, you can't say radio here without Missinelli, too. I okay, mean, yeah, Missinelli yeah. is big in the afternoon. Huge. Is he still going strong? Yeah, he's still okay. going strong. Yeah, he's okay. on vacation this week, but he's still going strong. Okay, and then, so what's going to happen if Cataldi leaves? Who fills that good huge question. void? Yeah, good question. How's John Kincaid doing? Uh, just had, I think, his best rating period since he started. Best? Um, been, is it good, though? Uh, it's getting a lot better. It's been, okay. it, it, it's been a year now. He's been back here about a year. Kincaid was in so, Atlanta for a long time. Long time. But he's yeah. apparently from here. From here, yes. Yeah. Broomall. Yep. You think you think you got to be from here to succeed here? I think that gives you a definite leg up. Like, you, you better have something. You better be really uber-talented or have something. Have a hook. Yeah, some sort angle. of hook to get, uh, to get that leg up. Because if you're from here, you're immediately – Kind of you're like one of you're us. one of us. Like you've got to do something right. to get kicked out of the club, kind right. of thing. You know what I mean? Didn't uh, Jody um, Jody Mack? Jody Mack is from New York. He's from New York, correct? But he's been here forever. Been here forever. Dude, that guy does. He works on the Jacob Media YouTube channel. He okay. does the Birds 365 show, eight to ten a.m. every day. He does three or four different shows a day on all the Sirius XM. He's on the fa- that guy might be the hardest working guy in sports radio yeah. for decades. Well, we all are. We're all side hustling. I'm <laughs> sitting here. I'm delaying our wings at Chickie and Pete's just to do a podcast with you in the van. Right. Checking the time. Okay, we got a little bit more time here. Yeah. By the way, Chickie and Pete's is a chain. Mostly here in Philly, but I think they've reached out a little farther. I don't know exactly how far the chain goes. I'm not sure either. I know they're down in Atlantic City and places in various places in South Jersey, but I don't know. Have they gone to Florida yet? They're, it's a, it's a, no, I don't think so. They're a wing joint, but with their hook is French fries with Old Bay seasoning on them. They call them crab fries. Crab yeah, fries, yeah. right. No actual crab, but right. there is spice like crab. And the like dip crab. is real good that they give you. That's okay, there's just, yeah, that. Yeah. I was stunned when I asked, well, what are your flavors for wings? And they gave me three choices. I know. Buffalo barbecue dry rub. Dry rub. like, and I think the dry rub spicy is actually something thai, new. Spicy yeah. jalapeno, garlic, like uh, habanero hey. yeah. or something. <laughs> but but chi- but chicken and pizza is huge in Philadelphia. Yeah, all yeah. over the place. So I yep. look forward Staple. to getting our food. Okay, enough of the jib jab. Let's get to the Eagles. Yeah. Well, How about it. Uh, what's the vibe? I mean, you trashed a horseshit giant. Team. Oh, they are awful. They're I mean, the they worst. might be the worst team in the NFL right now, except for the Washington football team <laughs> yeah. on Sunday night was yeah. absolute horror. The Wolf job. said, "Hold our beer." <laughs> exactly. After the Giants and their yeah. disaster, Taylor Heineke was like, "Nah, I'm going to turn the ball over a few times in the right. first quarter, and we'll we'll be done with this." But- so, is there genuine optimism? I guess I'll hear it tomorrow as I'm driving around up here for my in-laws' Christmas yeah. couple days together. There must be a little bit of optimism. There is, uh, and I think there was a lot of like cynicism and pessimism to start the season. And a lot of people, including myself, have really been forced to come around on the quarterback a little bit and the coach a little bit. Where you know, you know, when they were two and five, yeah, and after they got trashed by the Raiders in Las Vegas, you're Ooh. like, wow, this coach looks overmatched. The right. quarterback looks like he can't play, and then all of a sudden there was this paradigm shift. Uh, between that that game and the game they played against Detroit. They've had an easy mm-hmm. schedule, too, since sure. then, too. And they've taken advantage of that. But they just said, look, 
we're going to take advantage of our best asset, and that's our offensive line. It's one of the best when healthy in the NFL, and we're just going to run the football. And that's yeah. what they did. They and can they, go a long way doing that. Yeah, exactly, and that's what they've done. And the quarter, the defense has turned people over now in the last couple of weeks, and they got an easy schedule. They've gotten some benefits of third-string quarterbacks that they're going up against. Yeah. You know, so, <laughs> Jake um, Fromm. Oh, my Jake Fromm, who didn't even last the whole game. They no. pulled him, right? They pulled him, yeah. Because he was that bad. In the third quarter for Mike Glennon. Who then you threw get a pulled pick, for Mike Glennon. Who then threw a pick six. Yes, he did. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> right. sucks so bad. Oh, terrible. <laughs> My boy Solly loves Glennon just because he's a local kid from Virginia. Yeah. And he's like, he identifies with him because he's a longtime grinder. You know, uh-huh. he's a little guy that, that somehow perseveres. Right. I'm like, get a better hero, Solly. Yeah. Did Mike Solly Glennon ever sucks. win election? Did he? He was running no, for he did something. Not. He did no, not. he did not. But, you know, it's first first campaign. Yeah. We'll get him a yeah. we'll get him to be a dog catcher at some point. <laughs> so Scott Lynn, as you know, who is from Philly. Sure. Hates Jalen Hurts. Says he, he stinks. He says he can't make the throws needed, doesn't make good decisions. His legs are the only thing keeping him in that position right now. Is that a unfair criticism? That's a little bit unfair. I think that, uh, you know, he's gotten better at making, you know, more than one read and going mm-hmm. through progressions and not being so quick to run the football. Uh, you know, he's progressed in that way. Uh, he's still his deep ball is is a little bit underthrown. He doesn't have the best of arm. I, I'll I'll agree with Scott on that. Uh, but there's something about him, and I don't know if it's sustainable over the long term for a couple of years. But there's something about him right now with this team where they respond to him. He's got that kind of that leadership okay. gene. That's good, if, if you will. And he's one of these guys that's uh, a really hard worker. You know, he's gonna he's he's the first in, last to leave kind of guy. <laughs> which is good to have it in your starting quarterback. So there's things, there's a lot of intangibles that I love. Right. I need to love more of the tangibles sure, when it comes sure, to sure, him. Sure. I, I was, uh, I once said about one of the Redskin quarterbacks, it might have been RG3, maybe it was somebody else. I said famously, I've thrown away the receipt, meaning I don't plan on returning him. Right. Then, of course, the quarterback went to shit. It might have been RG3, who knows? Right, right. That has haunted me. They're like, ha, you said throw away the receipt on this guy. Uh-huh. So have you thrown away the receipt on, on Jalen Hurts? That's a great way to look at it. Yeah. And no, I still have the receipt. Still have the receipt. Yeah, I still have the okay. receipt. Yeah, I do. Who do you think he comps? I think he comps to possibly, if it doesn't work out, Marcus Mariota. A good, agile, runaround, decent enough thrower quarterback who was drafted pretty high, although Mariota went a lot higher. Mm-hmm. He went two yeah. overall. Yeah. How about a Tyrod Taylor? Could be a Tyrod Taylor. Um, that's that's the name that sort of comes to mind for me, you know, Virginia mm-hmm. Tech guy. Um, and, I, and there's nothing wrong with that. You can have a great career and, you know, be a spot starter. For what the Eagles paid guy. for him, which was a second rounder. Second rounder. It's a pretty good yeah. bargain. But everyone's looking for the one quarterback that can carry him, mm-hmm. that can take him next level. Here's the thing, too, about quarterbacks, Harry, that I – appreciate now more than ever watching this league all the time you gotta wait a little while to see how guys fight through the first couple of years yeah do you know how many people were trashing the shit out of josh allen yeah in the first two years mm-hmm. <laughs> look, at yeah, him now. look at him now look yeah. at him now i know and remember how many people bagged that pick on draft day mm-hmm. so. probably a lot of because he played at wyoming 
You know, he didn't there play was in a that, big conference. And, yeah, and I think there was some sort of MAGA thing that set him back a little bit oh, perception-wise. I forget. There might have been a hat or something. Oh, and then, okay. And then there was uh, it might have been a tweet or two. It was a tweet or oh, two, okay. I think, from back in the day. All right. And I think there's just this feeling that he wasn't this pedigreed pick, and they're like, who is this guy? And he did a, a couple of bonehead things in that playoff game against oh, the Texans. Texans. Oh, yes. yeah. He yeah. was crazy legs like, first in that game. Exactly. But then the next year is when he made the jump, where you were like, and wow, this guy can play. Made the jump, yeah. and they got him digs. Yeah, right. <laughs> that helps That's a, a lot. That's a big deal. You're um, exactly right. Yeah. He needs a running game, though. He needs he needs a running back. Right. So they, you see him with quarterbacks, you just don't know. But speaking of quarterbacks, what's the vibe here? in Philly about Wentz mm. now that he's doing okay in Indy. He's not lighting the world on no, fire. His not. numbers are not great. No. But he's competing. He is. And he's not turning the ball over. He's leading. And, and he's playing. He's not hurt. That's another thing. That's the other and thing. And he started the year with two bad ankles, and I thought he won't make it to the end of the year. Two bad ankles, bad ankles and a one and four start. I mean, right. that was they were it was really bad. Do people here call into sports radio and go, God, we should have kept him? Um very few. Very few. Yeah, very few. There's more, I think, that, that are rooting for him to sort of fail, believe it or not. That's what <laughs> right. we do here a lot. <laughs> well, you want him to fail, but you want him to get that 75% snap. And that's already done. That's done. That's, that's in done. The and bank. if they make the playoffs, which right now they're in the playoffs, it's only 70%. So we're good with that. Good either way. Yeah, okay. we're going to actuate the first-round pick. Right. So yeah. it was going to be a second-rounder, but a fr- it would convert to a first if he played 70% percent correct okay yeah so. so there's not a lot of sentiment like god we might have fucked up we might have not gotten him the right guy no there okay. there's always going to be that portion of the fan base here that wants everybody that leaves here no matter what the circumstance was <laughs> to just be a fiery car wreck like that's what they want <laughs> and then there's others that are just like hey i hope he plays enough so we can get the first round pick and i think that's where most of the people were yeah more than one in three people will face cancer in their lifetime. Unfortunately, fear can stop you from getting your cancer screening, but it won't stop cancer. Early detection can save your life. Don't wait for symptoms to appear to act. Cancer screening is safe, effective, and accessible for everyone, including free or low-cost screening programs. Go to cancerscreeninfo.com right now for free screening resources and recommendations from the American Cancer Society. Don't wait. Early detection can save your life. Go to cancerscreeninfo.com today. Cancerscreeninfo.com. You've dreamed of building a family, but the journey hasn't been easy. I'm Dr. Laura Shaheen, a reproductive endocrinologist helping people build families every day. On our new podcast, Baby or Bust, we'll be learning from both reproductive experts and people who have faced challenges just like yours. Join us every week for Baby or Bust, wherever you listen to your podcasts. Make sure to follow us so you never miss an episode. Uh, the Jalen Rager hate yeah. is strong. Yeah, he especially, <laughs> especially given how well Justin Jefferson is playing. Right. Because Jefferson was on the board yes, he was. when Rager yeah. was taken. And yours truly put out a tweet that that's my guy. Jefferson? That, yeah, yeah. That was my guy. I couldn't believe they didn't take him. And what was their rationale for Rager? Fit. That lovely word, fit. He fit the system. That only the general manager knows that fit. Howie and, Roseman yeah, was Howie, like fit. Howie Roseman said it was about fit. So what's wrong with Rager? Um, he's got bad hands. That's a bad sign. Uh, doesn't really run great routes. Okay. And um, just seems to have zero confidence. Did they pile in on Devontae Smith 
because they knew that they had a dud in Rager? I think so. They don't want to admit it. Yeah. They're like, oh, we need more weapons. But I love Devontae Smith, though. He's a stud. I, I love Devontae Smith as well. Yeah, he's, he's doing, a stud. He's doing well. Had a great yeah. catch in the game. So uh, let's move to Ben Simmons. Oh, God. I had put Ben Simmons, Harry, out of my mind. Me too. I put the whole NBA out of my mind. In fact, I love what the NFL did on Christmas Day. They just said, you know what, NBA? Watch this. Move aw- move out of the way. Right. Like, we're exactly. putting Baker Mayfield on today, and people are going to love it. For some reason, I read an article about the injury status of all these star, star players or notable yeah. players in the NBA, and I saw the Ben Simmons thing, and I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. He's not playing. Yeah. Mental health. Right. And then I saw Rui Hachimura for the Wizards. Mm. Hasn't been playing all year. Oh, no? Due to mental health. Really? This was a promising rookie last year. They got a frisky team this year. Gonzaga, right? Didn't he play at Gonzaga? I, yes, yeah. he did. I'm like, what the living fuck? Okay, so I guess what I read on the Simmons thing is he's claiming mental health, and the team is starting to go, Seems like you just don't want to play. Yeah. That's and so now they're it. fighting him on his claims of, I'm trying to get my mind right. Right. Yeah. But what is he doing to get his mind right? They don't know. And they've tried to do things for him. And he refuses to take the team's sort of assistance. So that leads you to be more cynical about the mental health sure. issues to begin with. And and the other thing was you had to wait until December 15th on the NBA calendar, which that was that day where... Uh, free agents that were acquired from certain free agents. Not everybody, I don't think it applies to, but certain free agents are then available for trade in the first year from the team that acquired them in the offseason. So that would have opened up maybe some more areas where Daryl Morey could have moved him. Nothing has happened since. So So what's going to happen? We don't know. What do the hardcore NBA heads in town think? About this, those hardcore NBA heads probably were anti-process. Most of them to begin with, so they hate the whole <laughs> thing. Hinkie. It's one big dumpster fire to them. I, I thought know. of Sam Hinkie as I was driving up today, thinking, "What am I going to talk to Harry about?" And I'm thinking, "What's Hinkie doing now? Has he been validated or repudiated in what he did for how many years in a row? Three? It was at least three. At I think least it was almost three five, three to five years of so, just absolute sucking. Yeah. For high draft picks. He's out, last I heard, in... Uh, the Bay Area. Like the Bay Area, like the, you know, what do they call that? Um, Silicon Valley. Silicon Valley. With the venture capitalists out there consulting. Consulting people and sitting at Starbucks drinking lattes and, and, and what a getting paid. What a dick. Yeah. And that was allowed to yeah. go on for five years under the ownership. He's still of the like Sixers. a mythic figure here, and and some have a statue built to him, really, like a little altar. Yeah, these they still oh, believe because yeah. I mean, oh, a yeah. few of the assets have panned out. Correct. Joel Embiid is being the number one guy. Correct. Right. Yeah. So you know, and then they used other guys to get trades that brought other guys here and so forth. But all right. Yeah. Flyers. Are they playing? <laughs> No, the whole league is shut the down. The whole league shut right down. Right now for COVID. What a okay. mess. They stink, though, yeah. from what I understand. Yeah, they're not very good. They're not very good. They, they fired another coach. All right, and the Phillies. Um, I don't pay attention to baseball anymore. Really? Yeah. At that all? That has been totally replaced. I haven't watched a Phillies game in over a season and a half. See, now why is that? The PGA Tour has just taken up my whole well, – You're a golf you know, fanatic. So, I don't yeah. blame you. Yeah. See, that's the way I have been for – most of my life, yeah. where it's a matter of where do I have time and space to spend? Mm-hmm. And I would always spend it on the St. Jude Classic 
over a July baseball game. Yes. Like it just it yeah. just made more sense to me. It's yeah. like here's a sport I play. Ooh, right. Look at that par four. Yeah, I went to the St. Jude Classic a couple of years. Of ago. Of course you did. That doesn't <laughs> shock me at all. I remember this town when the Phillies won it all mm-hmm. in '08. Yes. Nuts. It was crazy. Bonkers. Yeah. It I was, was like the rapture yeah. had come. Yep. So. Win and Harper just uh, did he win the MVP? Yeah, he won the MVP. Yeah, he did. Yeah. So Harper's working out. Mm-hmm. They've got a pretty good team. Of course, baseball is busy shooting itself in the nuts again yeah. with this lockout. Yeah. Um, they have no bullpen. They have one and a half starting pitchers. Okay. And they have an overrated manager, <laughs> uh, a great player in Harper and Raul Muto and a couple of other little players. But they they really don't have much. What's the overall that? vibe? Not the Harry Mays vibe, but the overall vibe for the Phillies in town. Um, Medium? It's, it's pretty negative. Negative? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it is. With yeah. Harper. With they the they love Harper, and they love he's like that kind of guy that you love here in this town. <laughs> but he's it. Okay. I mean, it, what what do you got after that? Okay. Really nothing. All right. Let's talk golf, for God's sakes. Give oh. me five minutes on golf, then our wings are going to be ready oh, here. My. 22 minutes in. So, Tiger, did you – Ooh and ah and fawn over Tiger's re- return to the links. I fawned over his kid. His kid. Well, I think I can't stop watching him hit swing the golf club. It's perfect. It it's really perfection. is perfection. And his Hall's mannerisms. Here's what's crazy though. I understand from what I read that he's like only the 95th ranked kid in his age group. Is that right? Oh yeah, that's scary. So apparently, there's a lot of kids like that. Yeah, but he looks. Yeah. He looks really good. He really does. What are the chances he's going to be anywhere close to his? What are the chances he'll earn his tour card? Um, I, Still not great, No, right? probably. Yeah, I mean, I would think he'd probably earn something like at least a Corn Ferry level. You would think, I right? would think, yeah. There's but it's so that many, hard. I know. It's it really that hard. Is. And there's so many kids that are getting perfect instruction with all the data and the video analysis mm-hmm. And and the track man and all that stuff. Like, you look at his swing and you're like, that's perfect, 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 perfect. Mm-hmm. Okay, how do you learn that? Well, we can now look at swings. In the 70s, nobody looked at their swing. You couldn't no. see it. Nope. Maybe somebody would get an old 8 millimeter out. All right, all right, Tom Weisskopf, let's take a look right. at that move. Yeah, but you just sort of <laughs> grooved your own thing. Right, was- because you would have to wait a week to get it back from the photo mat. Right. <laughs> And then put it on a reel and yeah. go, okay, oh, I did come over the top on that one swing a week mm-hmm. ago. I better go fix it. Right. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> uh, will Tiger play on the tour again? Uh, I think he'll play. I don't think he's going to win. Okay. Will anything. he make the cut at a major? Ooh. Yeah, I'll say he'll make the cut. Okay. Yeah, at a place like the Masters. They say his ball speed was close to to top 10 on tour at a couple of the drives he had at that event. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. Well, that's good. I mean, it's But still, can he sustain it he for 72 two rounds? And he had a golf cart. Yeah. You know I mean, like, a lot of people don't realize, I, you do, and a, a lot of people. If you golf, you realize walking takes a lot out of you. Yeah. People think, oh, you're just walking. And the elevation change at Augusta National is so extreme. Right. Like, that's not an easy place to walk if you've got to re- manufactured leg right exactly and it's not that after walking 18 holes 18 holes 18 holes you're gonna die on the fourth 18 Mm -hmm. but on the back nine on a hilly course your legs aren't going to be as strong your core is going to be a little bit worn out so when you got a tough lie in the rough or a side hill lie or a Mm -hmm. bunker shot 
you don't quite have as much oomph, yeah. as much dexterity control to execute with finite precision that you have to. Right. And that's, that's a, where the fitness comes in. Tiger, of course, is the first guy that really committed to fitness on the tour and yeah. changed the whole game in that regard. Okay. There's no more fat guys like Lumpy Heron. No, I know. Da-dum, da-dum, no. Lumping that's around. why I love Harry Higgs so much. Harry Higgs is yeah. the one guy. He's great. It's like fitness, fuck fitness. <laughs> I'm not getting it. Got the that. open shirt collar. He loves to drink vodka. He's exactly. an Eagles fan, too, by is the way. Is he really? Oh, okay, yeah. good. Yeah. All right, so what is your winter plans for golf? Uh, we have get a, out of here to play somewhere. Well, we nice have a simulator water. at our club now. Like we nice. have a track man at the club indoors. Okay. So we'll do a little bit of that, and we'll probably go to Florida in February. My mom Good. lives down there. We go down. Whereabouts? To, uh, Brooksville, Spring Hill. It's north of Tampa on the west side, and we go to Worldwoods Resort and play yeah, there. It's, it's fantastic. Worldwoods is highly underrated. Yeah, it's great. Good value. You got to drive past a lot of houses that have barking dogs behind chain link fences. Correct. And you're like, wow, I'm in, I'm in Florida, Bama right now. Uh, exactly. That's where my mom lives. Let's go get some wings, Harry. Great to catch up with you. Catch Harry Mays on the Jacob Media YouTube channel. That's spelled J-A-K-I-B. Yes. There you go. With former Eagle and Pittsburgh Steeler linebacker, Barrett Brooks. Barrett Brooks. And, of course, swing it and ding it. There you go. Uh, Twitter handle? At Harry Mays T-U. That's right. T for Temple. Yeah. We won't talk about it. We won't talk about it. Let's end on a couple of emails. This one from Kendra Packard. Zabe effing Vegas. Happy New Year, Steed. That's funny. She gets it. I just listened to your podcast yesterday, and I thought I would shoot you an email to let you know that Kendra and Carol, a.k.a. Mr. X's showgirls from two years, three years ago in Vegas, Already have our Vegas tickets purchased for Sweet 16 weekend, and we are planning on tripping the light fantastic from March 23rd through the 27th. If you put together an official Zay Vegas shindig, please count us in. Yes! These gals were off the hook last time. They were so funny, screaming at each other while playing Papa Shot. Um, I was in Vegas in October for a work conference, and it seemed to be getting closer and a little bit closer back to normal. Still quite a few bars and restaurants that were not all the way open, but I would bet by March it should be pretty much back in business. Looking forward to a new year and putting this madness behind us. Thank you so much for continuing to be a voice of reason regarding the stupidity, hypocrisy, and void in leadership that we have been dealing with since March of 2020. Your lineup of guests is awesome, and I like hearing new voices as well as the regulars. Hopefully your newest trucking magnate, J-A-Y, will be able to make it to Vegas someday. That would be great, wouldn't it? And to those that email you bitching and complaining about content and special guests and your Green Bay fandom or too much woofed coverage, tell them to F off and start their own podcast. If they are so savvy and have such great ideas, there's a thing, this thing called the skip button. They need to learn how to use it. No, 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 don't skip. Am I yelling? I'm yelling, says Kendra. Oh, and F Carol. Not my Carol, that's K-A-R-E-L, that's her buddy. Of course, the other Carol. All the best. Go Colts! Sincerely, Kendra Packard. Yes, those gals will be a lot of fun. Be great to have them at Zay Vegas. Robert Lacari emails, a.k.a. King Chowd. He's from Boston. Listen to you Tuesday. Three words, count me in. For the record, in 2021 and 2022, have I traveled to Vegas 
Uh, travel to Vegas in June, the Belmont Stakes weekend in August of 2021, helping out a relative, trying to avoid another relative, September of 2021, NFL Week 1, November 2021, seeing a dear friend I haven't seen in two years, upcoming January 2022 NFL Wildcard Weekend I'm going, Super Bowl I'm going, I'm ready to go in March, even though I have some minor infirmities and I'm 66 years old and I now walk with a cane, I am not going to let anything slow me down. I'm fully vaccinated and boosterized. No more nightclubs or standing at craps tables. I know I play the sit-down version of craps. I call it bubble craps. But I still have my Zave Vegas 2019 shirt and ale coin. Let's get ready to gamble. Sincerely, Robert Lacari. I love this dude, and we would, it would be great to see him out there. Amish Bot from Cincinnati. Cincinnati Amish. I'm totally down to go to Zave Vegas 2022 if it happens. P.S. Can't wait to hear you, Josh, and get her back on the air Monday, January 3rd. I'm looking forward to it as well. And how about them Bengals? Who day? I love that Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow is a son of a bitch, isn't he? And Jamar Chase. I'm old enough to remember when in August he dropped three passes and people said, Jamar Chase sucks. He can't catch. Yeah. Not the case anymore. That is a wrap for a Wednesday. Thank you for downloading being part of the Zavecast Nation. Rate and review. Tickle the algorithmic overlord. Subscribe to Fridays as well. We've got major content coming Friday in the form of Scott and Sally and Mr. X to get you set for New Year's Eve and the two bowl game semifinals heading into the weekend for week 17 in the NFL. Subscribe at Zave.com slash premium and we'll see you on Friday. Thanks for listening. Have a great Wednesday, and we will see you next time. Travel to see what's around the bend and what we're capable of. And now Capital One's new class of travel card can keep up with you. Introducing Venture X from Capital One. With 10x miles on hotels and rental cars and 5x miles on flights booked through Capital One Travel and 2x miles on everything else you buy. Venture X, for those always asking, where next? Capital One, what's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details.